Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves session lucky number 13. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I hope your weekend has been pleasant, and we look forward to having another fantastic two hours of combat, mystery, and a little bit of excitement. Emotional trauma. Look, that's the best kind of excitement. I thought you were going to say the best kind, kind of, of trauma. trauma. <laughs> Look, that's where I was going. I'm like, we will agree will to disagree. I will say it is better than blunt force. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'd rather be sad than smacked with a baseball bat. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> it's going to be one of those sessions today. <laughs> oh, it is. I promised uh-huh. emotional trauma and I will follow through. Make Buckle us up, ladies and make gentlemen. me cry. <laughs> so, where we left off last week... Um, our characters in our party, after a harrowing and very nearly deadly encounter in a subterranean lake, made their way to Halfway and found the town in ruins. Finding pretty much no survivors whatsoever, they wandered for a little while and came across good old Arnie Wicklow. Making her triumphant return who took them back to her cabin and proposed that they should have a long rest and check out the uh, crypt beneath the church. So that is where we will pick up. Hired by a mysterious party, three individuals make their way towards the snowy wilds of Athfar to meet their contact. Their job, unknown. But the promise of pay and adventure is high. Thrust together by fate or chance, join us as our story takes our three adventurers on an epic journey across the continent. It is early the next morning. You've all managed to have a, a fairly decent rest. Um, it was a quiet and very somber night, but you each had your own rooms and it is now the next morning you are all gathered around the kitchen table as Ishal is um, gearing up for this endeavor. And Annie Wicklow is kind of just pottering around her kitchen and making the house stay in check for now. Once again, Auntie Wicklow, thank you so much for your hospitality. The long rest was precisely what we needed. We were rather out on our feet, so we say. Oh, yeah, Sonny, you would have died immediately had you gone in there without anything. Right. Is everyone ready? I am. As will ever be. Okay, well, (coughs) before you go, I've got something, but I want something from you in return. What do you need? Him. And she points at Kodak. Me? Yes, you. You're young, you're fit, you're dull, furry and fuzzy. I want your service and not in that way before you get any dirty thoughts in your head. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> you see Kodak going to step back. A step or two, just I don't understand. What do you mean you want his services? He will be in my service for seven years, seven months and seven days. And I will grant you... A boon. What's a boon? Something good that will help you in your 
I don't want to say quest that makes this sound too heroic. Something good that will keep you from dying horribly. But we kind of need him. Oh, he doesn't have to go anywhere. He stays with you. He just answers to me as well. Fair enough. What would he be doing? That's for him to find out and you to never know. And Kodak, this is entirely your decision. We are not your keepers, but... We, we, do need, we do need the help. I agree. Very well. Throw your blades on the table and we'll deal with this real quick. I don't use blades. I use my hands. You got a weapon on you, don't you, Sonny? I can see it. It's not exactly being used too often. Yeah, we'll put it on the table anyway. Which one do you want? I've got a few of them. Just put them all on the bloody table. We'll get this over lickety-split. Crossbow, dagger, everything else that I've got on the table. Just think Kodak pops beers that he never uses down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've fired a a crossbow once. I want to, but I haven't yet, so now (laughs) I might actually get the chance. Mm. Cordy will put down her two daggers and crossbow also. Okay. Eshal kind of looks at her and goes, do do, do you want my stuff as well? You know, I'm... She just holds up a hand. Nah, your stuff's different to theirs. You'll be fine. I already know you got it handled. Right. And she brings out a... It kind of looks like a quarterstaff, but very old and gnarled and what looks suspiciously like finger bones wrapped around it. She taps it on the table twice with a... And you hear a kind of shunk sound as silver begins to grow on top of the metal. On our weapons? Yeah. So your weapons are all now silvered, which means um, basically it ignores any resistances that the creatures will have. Wow. Which is very useful. So now basically our weapons can can hit or can... You will not be doing half damage each time you fight a fiend. Hang on a second, but how... the, then it, it does no use to a crossbow then, does it? Because you're not smacking people over the head with a crossbow. But the crossbow... Mm. The crossbow has bolts. Also, oh, the yeah. bolts get yeah. silvered. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So anything that is going to hit the creature is now silvered. Sweet. Can you... Oh, no, I, my hands can't be silvered, can they? No. Also, you already do magic, which means the magic's going to hurt them anyway. This is true. Thank you, Auntie Wicklow. Yes, mm. thank you. I love these. Thank you. Kodak um, is in your debt. <laughs> no. He paid your debt. You may have made a terrible error, my friend. Well, I guess we'll find that out if we survive. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a real big if there, my boy. Well, with that vote of confidence... If I die, what happens to our... And Kodak puts his hands up in inverted commas... Contract... Oh, that contract's not null and void on your death, my boy. I can bring you back any time I want. Nice to know. That would be the second time you've been brought back in this ent- this little adventure of ours, Kodak. That is true. Now, before before you set off, you are going into some infernal warrens. Have you got anything that's going to protect against that? Infernal warrens? Well, yeah, where do you think you're going? What is an infernal warren? It's a cave and a maze and it's crawling with, you know, fiends and infernal beings. I thought you figured that one out yourself. I thought we were going into a crypt. Eh, column A, column B. Right. Well, I have this. And I will just show my symbol. (laughs) That's cute. 
it's worked well so far. Uh, yeah, see, those those are the uh, the key words there. Is so far. Well, there's not going to be a dwarf bringing you back from the dead this time. Let's do it for Katia. For Katia. For for for, for Katia. <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready then. Are you sure there's nothing else you can do for these people, Auntie Wicklow? And Auntie Wicklow turns, and you can see this very sharp gleam in her eye as she looks at a shawl and she goes, unless you want to pay the next debt, because they don't seem like they're willing to pay some of my prices themselves. Excuse me? <laughs> you heard me. What, what other prices do you have? Let's say I don't do things in terms of monetary value here. Well, good, I'm broke. There are other things I can give you, but they do come at a price. And what would that price be? Your eye or a finger. What on earth would Maybe you Maybe your tongue. What on earth do you want with my tongue? Put it in a stew. Use it for another spell. You know, people with silver tongues, they make real good ways to give other people a very persuasive argument. I can give you everything I have but my soul. It belongs to the Lord. I've got no interest in your soul. I've already got someone else's in my pocket. <laughs> you see the realisation sink into what's just happened. Karak's just kind of quiet. He's real pale. No backsies, my friend. No backsies, indeed. I'm no afraid. take backsies. You are grade A flipped. See, I'm I'm a benevolent soul. I will not ask for more than you're willing to give. That's good to know. That really is. Right. Well, if you're if you're done trying to um, get more out of these fine folk, I think we should be leaving now. And Ashal looks at each of you in turn. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Let's go. Aye, aye, cat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. (laughs) 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 Speak up, Sonny. I've got a lot of earwax in my ears. I'm sorry. That just completely ruined the immersion. I (laughs) apologise. So, you head back to halfway. I want to go in the crib. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you're walking through the town, and it's about the same as it was yesterday there's the faintest of winds kicking up some snow and and piles of ash and dust what are you doing keeping an eye out around us as we go okay roll for me a perception check that is a 23 Kodak, what about... Oh, sorry. Uh, Billy, what about you? Um, 15. Okay. 13. So, you said 15, right? So, Kodak and Gordy spot movement under one of the burnt and broken down buildings. Do you see that? Is it moving? I 
think so. Leo, Leo, um, and I just point. It's alive. Would I see the movement? Yes. Once it's pointed out, you're capable of seeing it. I will run over and attempt to shift the... What did you say it was under? Uh, like a big beam. Would I be strong enough to lift this beam? Roll a strength check for me. Okay, I will attempt to lift the beam. My uh, dice are a little bit... Um, glitchy slow? today. Yes, yeah, slow. That's a good way of putting it. Okay, with my strength bonus of hella, um, <laughs> and that's why. Sorry, that's my strength. Yeah, sorry. Strength check is plus four. Well, that is a twenty-one. Okay, yeah, you're able to lift the beam, and I'm going to need you to make a constant, uh, not a constitution, a dexterity saving throw. All right. Dexterity is plus one for saving throw, and that is a sixteen. Yeah, so you lift this beam and something swipes at your ankle. But you see it coming and you just quickly shift your foot out of the way and you look down and you spot a ravaged and burnt body. Is it alive? It is very clearly dead. Oh, but it moved? Yes, it did. Oh, shit. Drop the beam! Drop the beam! I immediately drop the beam and back away. Okay. And I'm hoping to crush its little head. Uh, bludgeoning roll 2d6 oh okay I was kind of being I was kind of didn't think that was going to work holy shit you'll get 12 no okay. joke yeah it's still alive but it's pinned and is just scrabbling at the I take ground it, it's a zombie yes well, it's undead okay in that case I will um, present my holy symbol and I will, um, I will, when I can find, there we go, I will uh, channel divinity turn undead, presenting my holy symbol, speaking a prayer, censuring the undead. Okay. And level five, right? Yes. So that means it has a chance of exploding. If it is lower than the, sh- okay, half or lower. And it's a yep. So it does burst into flame, and it vanishes. Yep. But I'm pretty sure you can only use that once, my dude. Oh, you're kidding! I thought that was <laughs> Channel Divinity. You can use that because um... it doesn't have like any any like place to mark it off. I just thought. That yes, was... it does. It is Channel Divinity. Uh, it's under Features and Traits. It says you can channel divine energy to fuel magics a number of times per short rest. How many times? One. Oh, I forgot. Can I just rewind that and pretend that didn't happen? Nope. Should read your character sheet. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. In fairness, it is difficult to spot that, but it is one time. Balls. It's all oh, right. I wouldn't have done that if I... Mm. Right. It's all good. We'll work it out. And can I get a perception check from everyone again? If we get swarmed by a thing of zombies no, later, I'm, I'm going to kill you. That's all right. Uh, Billy? 18. 18. M? Oh, also 18. Okay. Noise. Well, I would like it if it showed me what the numbers were here. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, and we will take a quick break there. Don't forget to roll perception. I already have. Okay, cool. We'll be back in a moment. In a, in a, in a moment after a song break. Goodbye.
get so lonely being evil What I'd do to see a smile Even for a little while And no one loves you when you're evil I'm lying through my teeth Your tears are all the company I need Okay, so coming back from the break, can I just get everyone's perception checks again real quick? All the Eight. numbers. 18. 18? Also 18. 18? 7. 7. <laughs> okay. Um, For whatever reason, Leo is just like staring off into the distance today. Well, yeah. music, channeling, uh, turning the undead takes it out of me. So you all kind of, you look around and you spot a few other bodies and a shawl pulls out his short sword, which you notice is silver as well. And he just goes, we should be really quiet as we're moving through here, because more of them may rise. What? <laughs> Leo, he said we should be that wasn't quiet. That wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Gordy will just draw her daggers. Okay. I will pull out my hands. <laughs> Out of where? <laughs> jazz hands! Aggressive Spirit jazz figures. hands. <laughs> Thank you for saying jazz hands. <laughs> just like thing yeah, else. aggressively jazz hands at the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a glamour bard. <laughs> okay, so roll stealth for me. Oh, that's a great Without idea. Without throwing your phone at me. <laughs> <laughs> you roll it. <laughs> let's have, yeah, let's have a friggin' nine foot tall Goliath do a friggin' stealth check. This can only go well. How do I have a plus one to stealth? That's unbelievable. Because you've got a plus one to dex. Oh, true. I still don't know how that... Yeah, um, you can tell this is only my second ever campaign. I still don't know all the intricacies and ins and outs of this wonderful game. Shit. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled nine. Oh, my God. Uh, at least I'm not the biggest loser here. What did, Gordy, what, what did Gordy 18. Roll? Okay, thank God. <laughs> okay, one of us isn't shit. Okay, so majority rule succeeds, so you are all stealthy. And you make your way through the burnt-out husk of a town to the church, which is still mostly standing, but you can see that the stained-glass window depicting Queen the I is now cracked and broken and covered in soot. And as you walk through the doorway, glass shards crunch underfoot amidst the snow. Down where you belong, your highness. That seems a bit rude. So, are we going in? This is where the creature came from, so this is where we go. Well, after you. Right, okay. Just hands. <laughs> if we die because of you... <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Kodaki imitating a shark. <laughs> and you walk through the door of the, and of the church, the church okay. and you see just absolute pandemonium inside the pews are broken pew, pew. the braziers are broken there's fire everywhere the altar is cracked in two and in the center of the floor there is a giant hole 
and deep in that hole you just see this sickly orange pulsating light. Well, that looks interesting. It's not just for worship, you know. The realms of this place, they're portals. Ooh, I've never been through a portal before. The question is, what came through it? Well, it would have to be some, well, we can ask an expert. Someone who saw it firsthand. You know, I didn't actually see it firsthand. I don't go to the church. Never mind. Well, you, did, you didn't see it in action? But oh, I saw it in action. I mm. saw it emerge from the church. I didn't see it come from the mm. floor. No, but what was it? Some giant unholy beast. Mm. Covered people, in chains. People come to places like this to be sent to the next world. Unfortunately, people from other worlds come to places like this to get out. I don't really think that's how it works. It's just a building. Mm. It's a building with a hole in it. It is a building with a hole in it, and I'm going to go it's down the hole. It's a holy building. You would be holy Christ. Right, that... <laughs> you would be surprised how many just buildings have things like this happen. No, I wouldn't, because in the last 50 years, I can only think of two circumstances. And that's two more than one would expect. Fair enough. When you put it like that. Right here, anyway. And he pulls out a, like a, I don't know climbing term, so he pulls out a thing that he nails into the ground and attaches rope to it. And just goes... A rope? Yeah. But he attaches it to the to the thing oh, that sure. he puts in the ground so it stays anchored. Oh, well, that's boring. A cannonball! <laughs> Straight into the hole. No. Well, you're more than welcome mm. to jump if you want, but I'm taking the safe route down and I'll see us at the bottom. Me and Gordy just see the revive symbol appear from Black Ops. Mission <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> fail. We'll get him next time. <laughs> I got right gun. Um, anyway... I'm going to head over towards the hole where the glowing's coming from. I just kind of want to have a gander at what we're dealing say, with. I want to okay. look down there as well. Roll a... A hole check. Either a religion or an arcana check. Let's go with religion. Well, I got a 19, so let's just add whatever bonus is higher. They're the same. Okay, then. 24. For which one, though? Oh, religion. religion. Unnatural 20. Okay. The dude who knows nothing of religion. Let's find out. <laughs> so... I will say this is not a normal occurrences. Churches are not generally gateways to other worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something beneath this church. And given, you know, everything that's been going on, you get the sense that it is at least something that's close to the hells. Maybe not necessarily leading into the hells, but it is... This is on the border. Like jumping into this thing isn't going to take us to hell. No. Right. It just takes us somewhere close to hell. Jumping into this is just going to take you to the crypt. Oh. Yeah. So this isn't a portal at all? No. Right. It's just a hole in the ground. Because when you said it was pulsating with orange light. There is an orange light down there. but I thought that was like a portal. Like no. The, right. Okay. No, no, no. That's then why. I would, yeah. Scratch everything I said about the friggin' no, churches <laughs> being gateways. Holy shit. So you that's get, a, a get bit, to your religion. So <laughs> downstairs, so there's no like stairs leading down to get to the crypt. It's just a big ass hole in the ground. Yeah, that's not how crypts usually work. Well, you can look around if you want. I'm going to look around. Okay. Do I roll for an? Investigation? Yes, roll an investigation check for me. Okie dokie. Because yeah, I just don't know how many churches that access the crypts via bungee jumping. 
Oh, there'd be another way in, surely. That would be the... I imagine that, if that was how you had to get to a crypt of a church, was to bungee jump in. I would go to a lot more crypts. So would I. <laughs> I think I'd go to a lot more churches. Fourteen. <laughs> um, looking around, you can sort of see, like, beneath the altar, the slight remains of a trapdoor. It seems like at one point there was a way down here, but whatever it was that emerged just completely destroyed the safe entry. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's no safe way in. We have to go through the pole, the hole. Okay. Uh, I will just start climbing down the rope after a shell. Okay. You are remarkably chipper, Gordina, considering what we're about to face. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what's down there. I can. <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> we can wait. Um, do we see anything from the room of the hole? Roll perception at disadvantage. I do not want to have to take your remains back to Fennel and Gordina in a matchbox. <laughs> well, I'll try not to get burnt up too much. Yeah, so that was a 17 at disadvantage. So you can just sort of see roots, um, rocks, and the beginnings of a cavern. Well, let's go. <laughs> Hang on, this a, that's a crypt, isn't it? Like, kind of. Oh, so we're going to come across corpses. Okay. We just came across a lot of corpses. No, but I mean, like, decomposing corpses. Maybe. Okay. Let us descend into darkness. Okie dokies. So, now, for full transparency, we're using roll 20 here. Um, I'll post the maps up on our Tumblr page as we get to them. Um, let me just grab your tokens. And you all, f oh, you already grabbed your token. Mm -hmm. Cool. You will find yourselves in this general area, which is a dark, stone wall that looks more natural than most crypts you'd think of. There's roots breaking through the damp, musty soil, but no uh, no bodies or coffins that you can see. And for those of you familiar with this religion, um, that would be because they burn their dead. They do not bury them. I am pleased they are following the traditions. I did think it's strange that the church that cremated bodies had a crypt. Sometimes they might do for people that either don't deserve or do not want to follow the old traditions. Fair enough. Everyone's to their own. Mm. And let me pull up Anna Shaw. I believe we must press forward. All right. So you're all moving ahead. Mm-hmm. And you see... I'm assuming it's dark down here. Yeah, fairly yeah. dark. I'll, I'll lead the way then, when you see in the dark. Okay. Michelle can also see in the dark, so he is moving with you quite stealthily. I think Leo's the only one that can't. So we're basically going through that tiny little gap in the wall? Yes, that is like a small hallway, like a passageway. Yes, for anybody listening to this live, I know this might be confusing, but we will pop it on the Tumblr page afterwards. 
Yeah, I'm just experimenting with new ways to do um, battles when they're bigger. No, no, this. it makes sense. I'm just I'm using an iPad for anyone at home that's listening, and so it's a roll twenty on an iPad is extraordinarily um, <coughs> uncooperative. So I'm having a little bit of trouble navigating it. So I might be at a bit of a disadvantage here. That's all good. I'm happy to move your character for you. Thank so. you. So anyone that's listening to this on the podcast later in the future, go to our Tumblr page <laughs> and get the map up so you can follow it for reference. Right. Now, you can come into this much larger room. Um, I will just move Leonette and Ashal for you. And there's nothing really in here that you've come across so far. It just smells like musty, damp earth. Do you want me to move your character for you? Yeah, sorry, it's yeah. not working now. That's okay. Thank you. Roll20 is great if you have a computer, but without one, it it's, sucks. It's very difficult on touchscreen. Yep. Um, can I investigate? Billy, are you doodling on my map? <laughs> I was drawing a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can investigate. Investigate what exactly? The room. Okay. okay. The room's not loading on my screen, so even I can't see the room. It's a great movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say it's it. It's a better book. Wait, there's a book? You're oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Room, not The Room. You're tearing me apart, Kodak. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> Every cultist ever. <laughs> so then in the future, when you listen to this back, get the map up, because even I... Okay, it's just not working for me at all. Hang on, show me. It's crashed. There we go, it's loaded now. Radio. I think that iPad is just very old and very slow. So you're investigating the room. 23. 23, what are you looking for? Um, any signs of life, anything that could be valuable. Okay. The first thing that you notice is you can hear chittering noises from uh, your right. Well, your left, technically, but right on the screen. Um where I'm currently pinging mm -hmm. and you can hear sort of shuffling coming from the other direction but straight ahead of you the path is blocked by a massive um, rockfall well we can either try to shift the rocks or we can go that away um, the chittering noises it's similar to what we heard in the woods prior to us being killed yeah <laughs> Let's go the other way. Let's go the other way. Well, I we're going to have to move all these rocks then. I don't wish to die. There's no one to bring me back this time. So you can move... St if you want to move straight ahead, you will need to move this massive pile of rocks. If you wanted to investigate the left and... The, the left and... The left corridor, um, you'd only need to move a couple because you can easily climb over the rest. How high is the roof of this cavern? 15, 20 feet. Perfect. No, that's okay. I just want to make sure I had enough room to transform if I had to. Yeah, you, no one has to stoop. It's, it's a fairly large cavern. And so we're going around the left side of the rocks. And if that's what you decide to do, that's up to you. Into whatever is ahead. Is that where everyone's going? It works for yeah, me. Yeah, let's do mm -hmm. that. Yep. Okay. And as we move in there... Um, we will cut to a quick song break. I'll get everyone to roll initiative during the break. Oh, thank you. Um, you're listening to Dungeons and Airwaves here on 106.9 Tune FM. We'll be right back.
We are back. We've got initiative rolled. And as you round the bend, I'll just move all your characters and you can decide where you want to go from there. Um, you see four giant wolves with black fur and there is smoke coming from their mouths and they snarl and snap and growl at you as you approach. Uh, you do have the high ground currently. Do not make any Star Wars jokes, please. <laughs> Another <I> happy landing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I scream at them? Uh, it's not your turn. Oh. Um, that wasn't really a combat thing. That was more just like a big scream of screaming. You, you like you, you can, like, scream, but if you're trying to do something, it's not your turn. Right. Um but they do snap up immediately as they see you. And with a resounding initiative of 21, Eshal goes...
goes first. And he is up top and he just immediately drops and goes, they're hellhounds. Be very careful. Wonderful. They look similar to the wolf we... They look similar to the wolf you originally fought all the way back in session one. Oh. But they are bigger. They're chunky. So that first wolf that we fought, was that a hellhound as well? Yeah, it was just a um, a hellhound that I homebrewed because these ones would have killed you. Okay. <laughs> so I took a wolf and I went, okay, they have a fire breath, and that was how I made the hellhound. Hellhound light. Pretty much. store near you. How far apart are the wolves from each other? So each square that you can see on that map is five feet. Um, But Ashal is going to pull out his longbow. And first of all, he's going to cast Hunter's Mark. So he's marking one of them as his quarry, which means that he gets special stuff. For it. Do we know which one he's marking? Uh, yes, I'm going to place it as a little token on top of it. Uh, so he chooses a creature and marks it as the quarry until this spell ends. Uh, he deals an extra d6 of damage to the target whenever he hits it with a weapon attack. Um, and he cast that at second level because that's all he has. And he shoots with his longbow which is a <laughs> real bad roll. Thanks, Ashal. Uh, yeah, it does not hit. So the wolf, having seen him coming, shoots his head up and just ducks out of the way. I assume that this map isn't exactly <coughs> relative. What do you mean? Well, Ashal's currently stuck in a wall. Yeah, well, it's not super relative. I can only do as far as I can. So he's pretty much standing right next to the wall, but on top of the rocks. Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, But after that, it is Gordy's turn. Awesome. Um, So I will aim using my crossbow at the wolf at the top. Um, Which which number four? They do have nameplates. Sorry, they are hard to see. Um, I can't see. I Can I ping? Hang on. Let me. Can you see a blue on top of it? Yes. Cool. I'm going to give them different colors. So if you can't see the names, just say their color. Perfect. Yep. So I will aim at uh, blue with the crossbow. Okie dokie. I presume the yellow one is a Charles Quarry because it's got that little symbol on top. Yep. Beautiful. <coughs> um, so that is a seven plus six is... 13? That misses. Dang. Oh, shit. These things are buffy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will pass her. Okie dokie. So as you shoot to hit and you miss, one of the wolves snarls and what is their movement, please? Ooh, 50 feet. Nice. Oh, dear. So it moves up here and it's going to... open its mouth and you hear this gurgling sound as fire explodes out of it at that point you just see Kodak's gonna just apparate as I cast Misty Step 
as a reaction. Can you do that as a reaction? Yep. Okay. Misty step. It's uh, the only selling point to that spell. <laughs> cool. So uh, chuck him where you want him to be now, and go. everyone else needs to roll a dexterity saving throw. So I take it that Misty step is basically a short-range teleporting effect? Yep. Gives you 20 feet. Radio. I got a 19. But Suck on that, wolf bitch. But okay. it does cost me one of my second level spell slots. Saved. So. Shall saved. Dexterity save for Gordy. 16. That's a save, which means... Go team! Um, I can also use Uncanny Dodge to halve that damage again, I think. Yes, you can. There's no point, though. It's, oh, yeah, you might not have. She takes even less. Yeah, gotcha. Right. Yeah, so like mm. you could go from you six might as well. to three to mm. two. Yep. So, oh, God, what's half of 21? That'll just be 10. So everyone takes 10 damage except for Gordy, who if you are using Uncanny Dodge, you are taking 5, and Kodak is taking none. It just kind of looks like I disappeared into the fire. <laughs> just oh, no, they've burned him up. <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> oh, finally. Um. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, Katya's spirit appears and just <laughs> slaps him. Chokes Leo out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he did not recharge his breath weapon on that one. He did what? It's fine. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Worries intently. <laughs> anyway, that one is number three's turn. Leon, you're up. My turn. Yep. Okie dokie. In that case, I'm going to... Shit myself and run away. Um, no, I will instead. Um, I will use. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, I'm going to use guiding bolt at second level. Okay. Um, um, which one? On uh, purple. On purple. Purple boy. So range spell, and I've got a plus six to spell casting. No, that's too high. Plus five. Sorry. Um, that's a 17. Um, for guiding bolt? Yeah, it's, it's actually, it is a plus six. For oh, guiding 18. Bolt. Yep. 18 to hit, that hits. Beautiful. 5d6 of radiant damage. Um, so just a big streak of light just smacks it fair and square in the chest. Do wolves have chests? Technically, yes. yeah. Do wolves have chests? Jesus Christ, Ben. 21 of damage. 21 damage? Oh, I'm not good enough at maths to be doing this. Do-da, do-da. That's why we have calculators. There is a funny overlap with that. The amount of people that love D&D but are bad at maths. Yes, most people. <laughs> um, you said 21 damage, right? That is collect. Collect? Correct. I'm then going to... I take it... I still can use my movement after I've attacked, yes. right? I'm going to... Um, I might, I'll see if I can put a thing on the map. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can it let me? Is it going to let me? Of course it's not because... If I not, if you go up to the top left, mm -hmm. um, you should see like a little paintbrush. Oh, you can do that. That's... Oh, that's... No, nope, that's... That's that, Billy. That's Billy. <sighs> Thanks, Billy. I can, um, do a, I can do a paintbrush and what am I doing with yeah, the paintbrush? Yeah, click freehand yep. and then you can just like draw what you want it to be. Okay. What the f... Okay. Okay, I'm. this is not going to work on the iPad whatsoever. I'm going to move around and back there. So I'm basically strafing behind a wall so they can't get me. Okay, but you also cannot get them because you will not have line of sight. No, that's right. When my next turn, I'll move back. Okay. 
So that? Yes, that's right. Cool. Anything else on your turn? No, that's me done. And I'm about to frisbee this iPad out the window. Maybe don't. That's Tune's property. <laughs> the iPad or the window? Yes. <laughs> Hellhound number four. Is it disturbing thing is I don't know what okay. a station manager would be more annoyed about? Because the iPad's, you know... I'd iPad. say you updating the iPad to Windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy, that was so clever. <laughs> but the thing is, if one of the windows breaks, we lose all soundproof and we lose, essentially, a studio until it can be fixed. Yes. Either way, she's going to kill you. Oh, yeah, no like, doubt. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. it depends whether or not she'd drag it out. If you're like. listening, we love you, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just get a message. Please come oh, to my office. Oh, that was a nat 20. Oh, no. Which one? Which one's attacking now? Uh, number four. Which color? Number blue. Number is blue. blue. <laughs> yes, number blue. And it's right next to me, so I'm now afraid. <laughs> yes, it was attacking you. Hmm. But I can still use Uncanny you Dodge. <laughs> How many times can you use Uncanny Dodge? It's just a reaction. It's a reaction every time. Hell yeah. That's why rogues are really, really broken. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Play broken Swashbuckler. Broken, it's good fun. Broken is in OP. Yeah. Oh, I'm they useless. Not that broken. God damn, clerics no, are useless. All that. they can do clerics is... Clerics are not useless. You I'm just, just need to... shit. No, I wasn't going to no. say that. You <laughs> just need to, like... Not be shit. No, stop it. <laughs> learn your abilities. Like, yeah, you need to learn how to play the characters. So, sure. Yeah, like this is like Anne's my already, already knows druid. how rogues work. Yeah, <laughs> but you are taking eight, nine, ten. 11 d20s of damage no. <laughs> <laughs> does a uh, 2000 hp hurt or last session i said that i was just doing full damage die correct yes i believe so no double dice. double dice yes thank you because i asked someone to write it i down. wrote it down mm-hmm. yes what did you write down um crit rolling double dice yep. so you double the amount of dice okay rolled. so three seven eight nine ten as opposed to doubling what you roll um. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. No, I'm not gonna double the other damage. It's just gonna be the base damage, not the plus. So you take ten points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, and six points of fire damage. So. So is that sixteen, 16 total, total or eight total? Eight total halved. And that'll be Number Purple's Number Blue's turn, and I am going to continue calling it Number Blue. (coughs) It is now Number Yellows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's Number Reds. (laughs) Who can't actually get anywhere, so he's just going to move over here and snarl and growl. Oh, that's lucky for me. <laughs> Roll intimidation. Hellhound number one can also not get anywhere, so he's just going to move there. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Kodak's there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. And let me, let me double check this. Yep. He's got a diagonal, yeah, diagonal scout. Yep, they do. Does a uh, 23 hit? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that. I could say that, yeah. 
Yeah, not so bad, not bad. That is, uh, Hits me with all the force of an F-150. <laughs> three points of piercing damage, <laughs> plus five, plus six points of fire damage. So nine in total. Yep. Oh, that really. <laughs> Ow, Charlie, <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> well, the good news is, it is now your go. Oh, Perfect. Um, so, for my bonus action, I will shift. Or well, actually, I'll use the old unaltered druid ability. I'm going to use my action to transform this time around. Interesting. And then I'll use my bonus action to shift on top of that. Because <laughs> temporary hit points are never a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> Technically, you'd have to do it. Oh. You'd have to do it the other way. So you'd around. have to bonus action shift. No, because it's a bonus action to shift as a... So you're shifting as a shifter? Yeah. Like, yeah, so you need to do that first, because otherwise you won't get the hit points because you can't shift into a humanoid form as a bear. Yeah, no, that's a good yeah. point. Never mind. You I'm can not do a bonus doing. action um, I'll bonus action. action shift, and I'll just unload <laughs> on yellow. I'm going to attack. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see how this goes. Uh, yellow is number one, isn't it? Yes, yep. it is. So, roll the hit with my claws. That's in that 20, but will 28 hit? Yes. I would hope so. They both hit. Almost twice over. Okay. Yeah, these dogs were not anticipating fighting a bear. Damn. No one ever <laughs> expects to fight. That's unfortunate. Oh, no. Um, cool. Double dice rule. Gotta love it. Um, that's 16 points of damage. Ooh. The second lot of dice were two ones. Ouch. You said 16 yeah. points of damage, right? Yep. Okay, he's looking a little bit spicy. A little bit spicy. You do notice that instead of, like, the blood that's coming out is black and it gives off smoke almost like a boiling tar. Gross. Very. And that's it for my turn. That is. It is now top of the round, which means it's a Charles turn. And he is going to pull out a short sword uh, in wielding it one-handed, and you notice that it is giving off this bright golden light. So, are you absolutely shitting me right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to guess not. Well, he's moved up to attack number one. Actually, no. He gets advantage on attacks against it because it's his quarry. Thank you, Brain, for remembering how rangers work. But also the high ground. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a 16 plus 8, which absolutely hits. I'd like to hope so. <laughs> so that is... Do, 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 and you get plus 2 to damage rolls. So 2 plus 7. And it does an extra 1d8 radiant damage. So 9... 
10 points of damage in total, and with that we will cut to a quick break. Yo, listen up, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue, like him inside and outside. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette, and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around, cause he ain't got nobody to listen to. I'm blue,
Alrighty, we are back, and combat has ended. We're on the home stretch, boys and girls. Oh, we hope. <laughs> well, we've got 15 minutes left, so I sincerely hope we're... Yeah, so you've just got these kind of smouldering dead bodies lying around you, and as you turn around, Ashal points with his sword and says, I think we should be going down there. That looks like it's the way that whatever it is is coming from. That's where it came from. It's as you see Kodak's bare form just shift towards the light. Just <laughs> 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 <Still losing. laughs> It's as good a it's as good a way as any. Okay, let's go. Right. Um. Right. I'm, I'm a little bit wounded after that last battle. Just give me a second. And I thought I gave him candies. Yes, he can do it to himself. So he's using lay on hands, giving himself 10 HP back. And you begin your descent down another sadly familiar, dank, musty, dirty, cobwebby corridor. Feels like home. That's not from Gordy, that is from me. (laughs) 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 Uh. (laughs) And this seems to be going down further and further and further. And it starts to get hotter the further you go. And eventually you come to a rickety, not old, but just poorly made rope suspension bridge. Oh, this looks safe. Kind of sways a little bit above a giant pool of magma. And on the other side, you see a rough hewn uh, obelisk and a terrifying looking altar, is probably the best word you can come up with to describe what we're seeing. Almost like a shrine sort of thing? Yeah. A shawl. Yeah. Why are we here? Because we're trying to figure out what's going on. And you think, and we thought the best way to do this was to come into where this thing came from. Yeah. Well, if something came from here, then there's a good thing something else is here, and that means we have to kill it. I'm just a little bit. I. Bl- I don't. Need, whatever that thing was, I don't know how it could get over this. And I just gesture to the rope bridge. Well. Um, it's a fiend, so it probably doesn't really take any damage from fire, which means it probably doesn't take any damage from the lava. But how would it get out of the lava back up here? Climbing, uh, teleporting, or it could fly. Oh, that's the last thing we need, these bloody bastards to fly and teleport at will. I'm guessing you haven't fought any actually powerful demons before, have you? Well, once. You know what happened? We died. There you go, then. I propose that I do not go first over this rope bridge. I'll go. I think that would be the best idea, but just in case, Gordy, I want you I want to tie a rope to you so if the bridge breaks, we can pull you to safety. Oh, of course, I'm mm-hmm. not suicidal. You know, I might actually be able to help you. Hang on. And he reaches out and he touches uh, you with one arm just on your elbow and your jumping distance has now been tripled. Enough to get over? Yeah, so you can... 
Meanwhile, you know, Kodak and I are going to reenact the scene from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Gordy and the bear. Just do what? This? Do it? Yes, do it. And would I, in, would I um, intuitively have known that's what a shell did? Yeah. Okay, sweet. All right. Do you want, does anybody want to come with me or am I going alone? I don't think, I can only make you, one of you jump three times your jumping distance. You're not going to be able to take someone with you. We're going to have to take the bridge. I can't carry anyone. You see Kodak just slightly well, step on onto the bridge. I'm good, thanks. And with that, I'm just going to turn and jump to the other side. See, the thing is about bears is uh, we don't have layers. <laughs> okay. Is anyone else going on the suspension bridge? Yes. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> okay, Ashal is going to take the lead there, um, just behind Gordy, and it sways a little bit rocks with your movement but you are able to make it to the other side and you see a stone circular ruin and some scorch marks and in the center you see the source of that pulsating orange light and you also see three stone orbs did Kodak make it across the bridge in one piece yeah Okay, cool. I was worried if it was going to hold up a bear. <laughs> it would have. Uh, it would have held. How big are the orbs? They look. Wait, no. Gordy doesn't know what they look like. Gordy hasn't seen the orbs. Oh, of course not. Yeah. You're keeping secrets from me. They're about fist size, like layonet fist sized. Do you mean the orbs? I do mean the orbs. Hmm. Can but there's I only three. The orbs. The artifacts. Oh my goodness! Charles, uh, you can pick one up, yes. Excellent. I will pick one up. In the you roll a constitution saving throw. The last 26 hours of campaign, we'd only managed to get one artifact, and now we found three? No, dude. You could have, like... Uh, doesn't matter. I'll tell you later. <laughs> That's a nine. So you take six points of fire damage really? as you try to remove the orb from the altar. I could. Kodak. Should I tell Sir Oran what we found? You see Kodak nod his head. Just. Who's Sir Oram? Just. An interested party, I suppose you could say. What do you mean, Talisa Orem? What? That we found what we're here looking for. What were you looking for? Those. Right, so the things that were stolen from him. Yes. Well. Do you know something we don't? No, but I wasn't expecting them to see to be here, and I wasn't expecting anyone else to be looking for them you're looking for them too no i was looking to kill things that's my job and that's what he pays me to do you so what's your connection to these i know what they are because and he looks over at gordy just shakes his head i feel like i'm missing something i feel like we're all missing something 
What do you... I can't tell you anything. I don't know her. I'm not sharing information with you two, with someone with I don't know. That. It's okay. fine. I'll go for a walk. Where? Mm. <laughs> There's a nice red l- river down there. Or shall I just block my ears and hum? I don't think that's going to work. We can fig- Okay, we can f- discuss this later. Right now we need to figure out how to get those in our possession without burning up. Yeah. Well. I shift out of bear form. I think that's up to the two of you because this is way above my pay grade. I have something that we might be able to do. Gordy, I need you to stand here and do not move. Okay. And I cast silence around her. Oh, around... Oh, actually, hang on. i double check if that... <coughs> Why are you casting silence? Because she can't hear us because she'll be deafened. She won't be able to hear what we're saying. I don't think that's how silence works. I wasn't concerned about Creatures trying to get... Creatures inside the domain are deafened. They're also immune to thunder damage, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Apples and Pros pears. Pros and cons. <laughs> there you go. Apples yeah. and pears, apples and pears. As soon as I'm deafened, I'm just going to start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear gone. anything <laughs> from her. She just... <laughs> <laughs> She shouldn't be able to hear us now. That's fine. I don't know what's going on here. Because I don't know why they're here. But you know what they are. Of course I know what they are. And we don't. We do know what they are. We have pictures. We've collected them. I mean, we don't know exactly what they're used for. We have a vague idea. We don't have a clue what they do, but we do know what they are. Do you know what they do? Yeah, and I think it's pretty bloody obvious just looking at this altar. I think we tell Aurum. At least if something happens to us, he'll know where they are. Oh my god, that's what the that's how these things are brought into the world. That's how they've been coming in. Those bloody those cultists from last time. Those cultists that we fought. That's why they wanted these things because they're trying to bring more of these ungodly beings into this world. Yeah, I think you've pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Oh, Christ, we're going to have to tell Sororum. Probably. And with that, I will... Well, we need to some. We need to take them with us. We need to figure out a way to get them. Um, how are they sitting around? So, um, it's pretty much what it looks like on the map, which I will post to our socials as well. Thanks. Um, it is a circular obelisk like a dais, a dais, however you want to pronounce it, with five um, uh, indents, and three of the stones are set in those indents around the corners of a pentagram. And in the middle is another kind of basin that's full of slightly glowing lava. I shudder to think what happens when the other two orbs are in those positions. I have a feeling that the more that are included, then the bigger the gate and the more powerful things can escape. We need to get them out. I'm going to get my spear and just use the blunt end to kind of prod one and see if it will come off the pedestal. Doesn't seem like it. I'm going to use sending. Okay. Wow, what a lucky thing I picked that as my third level spell. Yeah, I'm going to... You've got a scroll of sending, so you don't have to use the third level spell slot as well. Oh, sweet. In that case, yeah, I will use the scroll of sending. 
Um, and I'll just, I've got 25 words. 25 words. Okay. Um, okay. You try and figure out a way to get them off the pedestal. I'm going to figure out the best way to okay. explain this in 25 While minutes. you're thinking and while you're... Oh, they're not your words. <laughs> I was counting them like, fuck, this is really good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Apologies, guys. Um, so while you two are working on that, Gordy, can you roll me an investigation check? Sure. When do I get my hearing back? Uh, when the spell's ended. Yeah, it lasts about 10 minutes. Rude. Or when he drops concentration. <laughs> um, that is a 24. Is it concentration? Nope, it's not concentration. Oh, well, I've, you can end a spell at any time. You can I can. To, yeah. Um, um, so you, it's kind of a help. What, oh, sorry, meta question. Yeah. Did Sauron find out that Halfway got destroyed? Mm, you don't know. We, I'll include that as well. Um... <laughs> So, Gordy, you're kind of just wandering around in this sphere, being like... <laughs> the cone mm, of silence. Huh, making noises, and you can't hear the noises. And then, inscribed just on the ground in really messy writing, you see the words, blood shall be paid. Ooh, I will take out my dagger and make an incision in my arm and spill some blood on there. Okay. And the blood falls from your arm, and the words almost seem to drink it up. And a bunch of lines appear uh, on the dais as it lights up. And you all hear (laughs) a... I assume this is uh, also the point where I should point out there's a giant demonic skull in the wall behind the orbs. uh, I've finished the message to Sir Orem. Okay. We'll quickly cut back to that. To to this message? Yes. Okay, so the message reads, Halfway destroyed, raised to the ground by another hellish being. We followed and found the gateway they used and three more orbs. Waits a moment. You don't hear anything back and then... Noted. Collect them. I will be in touch. All right, looks like we're the guardians of these things until... That, I'm surprised. We told him we found one a little while ago, and he teleported us back to him. He tell, we've tell, we tell him we found three, and the gateway these asses have been using to get into this world, and he's like, oh, I'll talk to you later. In fantasy, you did waste a scroll of sending. Um, can I How get was you? that a waste? No, no, no. A couple sessions ago. I oh, wasted yeah. one yeah. specifically. <laughs> um, can I get you both to roll a perception check? Perception check for about to get our friggin' faces nommed off. <laughs> like that. That was a natural one. That is upsetting. Well, I at least wasn't shit. 16. <laughs> yeah, you notice Anishal kind of like taps Kodak with the <laughs> butt of his uh, sword and points. As you see this figure emerge from a shimmering portal in the thing's mouth. In the the skull mask cave mouth. And it's tall. A very tall looking man with deep red skin and he's just absolutely covered in chains. With two large horns branching from his head. And you hear 
just this hideous laughter in your minds as well as in your ears as this monstrous monstrous fiend steps out from a gateway to hell and draws his swords not today satan yes today satan <laughs> and that's fates plays in the background where we will end this session <laughs> holy christ so <laughs> so that is that just a fiend or is that like a Something more than a... F- okay, right. It's Lucy. I, and I assume that's a boss fight that we're going to be doing next yes. session? Yes. So next session, we will immediately encounter. cut to... Like, we'll jump straight into combat. And just as a heads up for our listeners, I believe you said that pretty much all of next session is going to be that boss fight? Most likely. Okay. And that will make a difference from this session that was mostly combat. Yeah. So instead of mostly combat, it's all combat. Sweet. Um, now, question... I assume you set a portal to hell. Mm-hmm. I assume one of us running straight through and jumping into that portal would be a bad idea. Very bad idea. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. Would that be an insta-kill? It's a there's no way back from that. <laughs> this is we don't know. Find out next time. <laughs> How do you feel about party splitting? <laughs> like that just goes and dives into the portal? <laughs> <laughs> Takes an orb with you. I feel like I'm taking psychic damage. But um, as that is a wrap um i will be prepared for next week we hope you all join in yes absolutely ah <laughs> um i'm billy and i play kodak thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week hopefully a little <laughs> less amateurish and technical difficulties will be plaguing us i'm i'll be doing my best to fix up whatever went wrong and As always, thank you for downloading the podcast and listening back to it. Uh, We've had 26 hours now of this campaign. I hope that you're enjoying it. I am Ben. I also play Leonette Lawkeeper. I'm Emily and I play Gordina. Uh, I'm Ash and I've been your Dungeon Master and we hope you all have a wonderful night. See you next week on 106.9 Tune FM. Today I don't feel like doing anything I just want to lay in my bed
anything.